0: Hi, it's um, Thursday, new time, and uh, it's Thanksgiving. Actually, today I saw online that in Israel the OU is making uh, turkey dinners or something like something like that for the refugees from the Hamas areas. You know, all the communities that had to be evacuated. I think that's what I saw. So that's an interesting combination of American religion with Jewish current crises. <clears throat> but anyway. Um, I want to say a few words as I did the other day. Uh, Alpi Mishpacha Stefanski, uh, for the um, I guess the Ashkafik angle a little bit, and I find myself returning to Psalm one forty. There's a lot of different things to talk about. It struck, oh, and the reason I say this because of this hostage deal, which I ain't crazy about at all, as I mentioned the other day. And the reason I say that, I mean, I don't see anything good coming of it, but I would like to be wrong. Uh, the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, if they do this hostage deal, then it means that you're giving up on the, if you think about it, you're giving up on the um, goal of getting rid of Hamas. Uh, because, as I said, they'll let a few people out, but they'll always keep a bunch. And at the end, you know, they say we're going to kill the leaders. They say, well, you killed the leaders, I kill your hostages, you know. So you have to promise me you won't kill me, you know. And Israel will have no choice. Uh, that's the way I see it. And so even though they say we're going to wipe out Hamas and this and that, which is the only um, meaningful response to the massacre, uh, in my opinion. You know, you did this, we have to eliminate you, which will which will get respect from the guy also, But... Um, it doesn't look like it's going to happen that way. I was wondering about that. I mean, that's goof of the vote of the hostages. Uh, So it's very uh, depressing to me, to me. Um, And and I understand that Biden and the rest of the world are pushing him to do this. I mean, I get that. I understand the the, uh, pressures. But um, in the mystic aspect, it means you're giving up on the whole uh, uh, goal of the war, as, as far as I can tell. Because it wasn't simply to pound and crush uh, Gaza, you know what I mean? Uh, was that help? Um, and if you do 400 tunnels, but there's still another 500 tunnels left, that didn't help much either, and they could rebuild it. So I just don't know where it's going in a positive way. And uh, it seems to me, therefore, that in this exchange, the Hamas has the upper hand, and that they're using uh, language and words. Uh, better than we are. And successfully. They're going to uh, attain a triumph out of this. Because when all's said and done, they'll still be there when it's all over. They got away with it. And as as you see it, in other words, and in light of that, I look at Psalm 140, Kapitol Kofmem, which we still stay in my show every day. And um, as I mentioned the other day, it's very Sugapast. When I wrote it before, when I mentioned it a week or two ago, i was thinking about the physical war and there are many references there you know to booby traps and tunnels and all that sort of thing it's remarkable i look at it again because in my opinion uh you're supposed to read the torah in light of current events that doesn't mean i'm no for sure what i'm talking about i'm not i don't claim to be a, a peerish or something but I'm a, I'm a human being you know i i i can read and i see the connections between what it says in the Pasuk on the one hand and what's going on on the other hand, and I see that those are fundamental uh, connections. That's just my approach. Uh, and when you look at, again, which is only 13 sukkim, or 14 sukkim, uh, and David and Melch says, that saved me from the evil people, and from the Hamas, Hamasim. I mean, that's right, protect me, guard me, uh, it's very powerful, and in light of current events, there's the hostage deal, uh, in light of that, and that uh, they have uh, been better than us in uh, in working the rhetoric route. Uh, it's all about uh, uh, Israeli genocide, and they're hurting hospitals. And anyway, they're going to give back fifty women or something like that, but they're going to keep the others. So Israel, it seems to me, has fallen into their trap, the verbal trap, the Lushan trap. And there's, and they're going to beat us with the Lushan. And Dovah and Melchis worry about this in terms of enemies with their lashonos, So notice war involves several things, any war. Obviously part of the war is the physical. I get that. It's obvious. But part of the war is also a matter of language, of words. I so said a thousand times, it's not true. Sticks and stones bringing the names will never hurt me. How you spin it is like really important. And nowhere do we see this attempt at spin control like in the Arab Israeli conflict. As I said before, the bad people, the Amalekites, are better at the, uh, at the spin than we are. It seems to me that the Jewish propaganda is always reactive. You know They're marching around in the streets. I saw online today. They interrupted the Thanksgiving parade and things like this. I mean, they're getting their their certain type of message across, even if it's a lie. You know what I'm saying? But in propaganda, you know, even if you tell a lie, if you hit it again and again and again, it makes erosome on the people. And you do persuade some. Remember, Abraham Lincoln said, you can fool some of the people all the time. He said, you can't fool all the people all the time, but you can fool some of the people all the time. And you can fool all the people some of the time. That's what he said. And that's what they're doing. They're certainly fooling uh, some of the people all the time, right? And, uh, and Jews aren't fighting back the way they should. At least I don't see it. Um, we're, not, we're, we're not organized that way. Um, certainly not centrally directed. They are centrally directed. I think from uh, overseas, but whatever. So you look over here. And you see these, these references again again. It struck me. I just made a highlight myself. I opened the to him and highlighted a couple words in Kuf Mem, in which you see the verbal aspect of the war, the spin aspect of the war, the psychological aspect of the war. And David and Melch is asking God to protect me from this, which means if David and Melch is saying, protect me, he means he recognizes this is a powerful effort, it's a powerful weapon. I, you'll tell me it's not a sword. It's not a physical. Doesn't matter. If anybody in history knew the effect of Deburim is David, because he always claims that he was a victim of slander, as we all know. Rabbi Mumaru Lo ain't There are many who took him along those lines. I mean, what poisoned his relationship with Shalom is a lochanhar. It's words. What poisoned his relationship later on with you know with, with Avshalom and the other words. You get it. Uh, who put out the spin on his relation with Ba'sheba? Words. And so words are extremely powerful. We all know that famous chazal that the tongue had an argument with the other limbs of the body, and in the end the tongue was proven to be the powerful one. So if David and Melch is saying, if he's asking divine help, that means without divine help you cannot win. That's what worries me. Because do we today, in this war of words, Against Hamas, enjoy divine protection. I mean, I hope we do, but you know, I, I, I'm not the biggest Saudi to walk down the road, neither are you. You know, you know how do you know? even was pleading for it. And he goes on to say and reference the enemy's non physical uh, uh, offensive, aggression, attacks. Look at it. Asher Choshu rose, belave, call Yom Yom Yagur muhammas. That they devise evil schemes in their heart. Meaning that's the propaganda side. That's the stuff you see in the news. <laughs> They've worked out a whole plan. It's, it's, to me it speaks plainly. <laughs> and they're conducting a war of words. Okay? <laughs> look at Look at his words. He says, Their tongue is like that of a serpent. A serpent kills with its tongue. Ever since then, the nachash is the symbol of lash and horror. Uh, because the serpent kills with his tongue. Their tongues are like serpents. He says this. Shonu They're as sharp as serpents. Chama And again, reference to the cell. Same thing with a spider. Okay? That a spider's venom is under the lips. If that's true, I assume that's true. So in other words, you don't want to get bit by a snake. You don't want to get bit by a spider. Because um, either one will put venom in you. You hear what I just said? Eat one, put venom in you. So think of the Jewish kids, just for example, for one example, who are now in the college campuses that we read about. And they're undergoing a reign of terror in many places. I repeat, a reign of terror. The universities aren't doing anything about it, as we know. And uh, what's the shot? To walk on the, on the campus and to see all this stuff is like encountering a nachash, and like a, a encountering a spider, right? Uh, a, a, a vicious insect that can kill with the d So it's pretty incredible. Yes, WML said, Protect me, me, they, Russia, from the hands of the Russia. That's the physical attack. Because they're always going around and they're contriving to make my steps slip. Meaning their plans, their political plans, their Lashonas are there to make us all slip. And they're doing it to us right now. Right? And I repeat, Dovah the is saying, uh, I need divine help for this. I can maybe fight a battle successfully, because Dovah is pretty good at that. He was not so good at fighting the, the Lashon HaR, as he puts it, as he, as you and I know. There are countless Chazals along those lines. He was better at fighting an open battle. right? Him and Yov and these other guys, I mean, you know, by the time Dovey became king when he was 30, he had killed thousands of people. I mean that. So in other words, he knew his way around. He was no amateur with a sword. But, um, but he was an amateur, but he wasn't good enough against the slanderers. And it's almost the same thing. The Israeli army is better in terms of physical combat than the uh, Hamas. You see that in their, in their military operations. But the other guys can win with the Diburim. You get it? And he says... Or the problem. And he says, these arrogant people have put a, a trap for me. So I thought originally this is referring to the booby traps, which there are plenty of in Gaza. It seems to me, the best I can tell, sitting from a distance, that Sahal has a way around that. They send robots, they send dogs. It's not avoiding the booby traps per se. It's the verbal booby traps Tom Nugem game the traps that they send okay and chavalim ropes to trip you up that is happening verbally and rhetorically persely Magol, as he puts it here they spread a net on my footpath so wherever you go you're you're you're, you're, you're stepping into stuff Shosli saw minefield I'll just give you one word that hospital Israel didn't blow up the hospital as you and I know. But they got the message out that Israel blew up the hospital. So in other words, the bottom line is like this. They set, they set what's the right word, Uh, like mines, traps, but they were uh, propaganda mines and traps, which is very powerful. The reason I say it's very powerful, if not for this powerful stuff, Israel would not be under pressure to give in now. I don't think they're going to be able to fight a long war. But the reason they're not going to be fighting a long war is not because they don't have the military ability to do so, but because of the international pressure. This has been Israel's problem since 1948. If you know the history of the original war in 1948, uh, it's the Arabs invaded May 14th, and uh, by this time, Israel had been fighting since November 29 against the Palestinians of 47. So November 29, 47 to May 14th, and then went for another four weeks, uh, and by that time the, the Israeli forces like the Arabs were wiped out I mean, I mean they were uh, exhausted not wiped out, they are exhausted and so the UN made a temporary truce of a month I think from June 10th to July 10th of 48 something like that, a month and both sides needed a respite but then starting in July from then on Israel was stronger for a bunch of reasons I won't go into and then the UN and internationally imposed ceasefires worked against Israel. But that's what they had to, to live with. Because, as he says over here, <laughs> they, they spread out traps for the feet. You couldn't do anything. I can't walk with my feet if you spread out a trap. <laughs> Listen to my Tachnon, because, in other words, I need your help. Oz Sakosa Russian Roshanasa, cover my head in the day of battle. And then again, he says, he references their schemes and their plots, not their physical action. He doesn't say, "Help me fight these guys." Of course, he needed that too, but he doesn't say that because David can take them. They can't take Russia That's a very interesting passage quoted a number of times in the Gemara. I remember, Russia. Don't give in to their plots. That's what that means. And their zomim, zomomo al tufik Don't let his zomim uh, be exalted. Now, zomim is Adam zomim. What is that? Those are lying words. What's Adam zomim? Like they plotted to do, you know, in, in zomim. We are momish facing Adam zomim. You understand? Meaning, we're telling people. Their deborah is the big problem, and I'll say it again: Israel's falling for it. How many people in Israel? I mean, I do understand the people concerned about their families. I cannot, you know, deny that. I get that, but if you look at it as a whole, uh, you know, as as a uh, a national issue, uh, you cannot. Uh, as far as I see, you have to wipe out the Hamas. You cannot let these things get in the way. But I know it's easy for me to talk. I mean, I get it, but uh, but I can only say the way I see it. Zumamu al-Tafik, don't let his plots uh flourish. Once again, you see the Rosh Masibah, the, the leaders of my enemies, right? The leaders and enemies, um what, what's the word? Don't let his tongue the, the suffer, you know, the lips. Again, the words. In other words, one of the most power I'm just saying you know this, one of the most powerful Um assets the enemy has is the Debor, is the sofa. They're, they're beating us on that. We're beating them on the physical, they're beating us on sofa, and who's going to come out ahead in the end? Because if they just survive, which I think they are going to, then they're going to come out ahead. Like I said before, the war is not just to blow up a bunch of buildings in Gaza, and even blow a bunch of tunnels. That's not the war. The war is you have to get rid of these guys. Um, otherwise, they'll come back. And even if they come back immediately, they'll come back soon. And if they don't come back soon, you'll have to live 24 7 with unbelievable shmira. That's not a living, right? Or these families won't even go, go back. I mean, I, you know, it's not like the country was there for them when they needed it. I, I, you know, I don't know. These are, are tremendous uh, uh, problems. And he even says over there, and then he goes on and he says that Pussek I told you before, Yamito Lim Gecholim Beishapilim. Uh, that coals and fire should fall down on them, that's the physical battle, but ma'mores Bayakuman they should never rise out of the tunnels because they should destroy the tunnels where nobody isn't that remarkable, but ma'mores let them go down in these deep pits, which which in this world means the tunnels and then he says ish loshon ba'yukumars there you go again watch out, Don't don't allow a kindness, don't allow them to be firmly established on the earth well, they are. <laughs> we're, we're, we ain't doing too well in that. That's all Al Jazeera business. Now, I told you before last time, that's a very hard pussy to translate. And I looked around, and none of these translations are great. Um, if you go with the way we read it, meaning with the Trab, that's an the now, what does those words even mean? Because the words are very hard. Now, ish chamas is not hard. I get that, but Yitzudena l'mad from hunting. So, how do you translate it? So, I tell you, I want you know. So, the, the art scroll had their way. You know, I didn't, it was really no good. Um, where was it? Uh, let not the slaves be established. The evil man of violence may hurt him until he's overthrown. Mm. Right? It's because Rashi, I don't know why, Rashi and him. I'm not sure if Rashi and him is really Rashi. Rashi says that the evil will take him down. In al words, Which is not the Trump at all. And for some reason, I saw all the Goyim use that. Maybe it's politically correct or something like that, you know. Uh, maybe... Evil shall hunt a, oh, hunt the violent man to overthrow him. Evil hunt a violent man. The evil hunt a man violently, speedily. In other words, they, they like the idea of Ra but that's not what the the. I, so I don't know why Rashi says it. But um the Pashib shot is he's chamas ra The Hebrew is not easy to translate. The evil man, <speaking in> Ra, <Hebrew> man of violence who's evil, Yitzudel <speaking in Hebrew> They should hunt him the What does mean? best I can see is, is 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 I look at my good old trusty, trusty shalads and all the other trade stuff. And uh, and he says, I like this. He says, t'kufos shenachem t'kuma. That's to say a final defeat, a crushing defeat. Ish, so in other words, let's put it this way. It's like this Pussig is saying to Israel, don't do it. That's my reading. Don't let the Ish lasha, which is the enemy uh, rhetoric, be established in the earth, which it is, I'm sorry to say. Ish Hamas Ra, and these Hamas guys, you have to push them down and crush them under the ground. They have to go to a place that they cannot recover. That means the destruction, the wiping out of the Hamas, right? Which means, you know, uh, hell in those days and the idea is that David is saying like this: We need, as I would say, you know, a final solution. I mean, not like Hitler's solution, but a final solution to the mass problem. Yitzudem ma'chifos to have to be hunted. Mokom omok. So in other words, again, it's like a it's, it's a certain unusual reference. Like Gehenum or Sheol or something like that. But he's saying, "Each of Don't let the guys with the Lushan win. Instead, They have to be hunted uh to final destruction. I guess that's the best way to, to translate it. This is not what's happening. David Mel concludes his little poem there by saying, I know Hashem will do a din oni. Take up for those of us who are impoverished, meaning Suffering to me, Ani doesn't only mean poor, Ani means suffering. So look at this reference after reference. Look at reference after reference over here. One second. Oops, I'm being chased out of here by your grandchildren. You get the part, right? And again, just keep in mind as you read the news, well, don't, not if you don't want to get depressed. Which means don't make these deals, and you have to hunt them to final destruction. To chifah uh, that seems to me how this Tehillim um, is speaking for current events. Uh, now I hope I'm wrong, and you know. But on the other hand, isn't it remarkable the way you see these words that were written thousands of years ago and how they apply? Uh, today this is when we mean when we say the Torah is eternal you know those of you if you understand a certain way I think then you see that it's you know not for one time in one place but it's for a whole variety of uh, conditions uh, somebody asked me to speak about wml I uh, no, I'll leave that alone for now let me just say that um, uh, we're living in difficult times and to is not simply something to recite it it, it is that too but it's something to study, okay? And um, especially those capitals like Kofmem that seem to be, you know, uh, uh, directed toward these current events. Anyway, that's what I think. Again, I want to thank Mishpachas Stefanski for uh, sponsoring, and uh, I hope we'll hear better news by the time we come to this next week.